He's done speeches to the UN, to the World Economic Forum, uh, to the Council of Europe. He's a big deal. Because when I woke up this morning and I heard that they're going to make a film about the mosque, I thought, okay, there's two ways this is going to go. Either there's some wide boy who's actually figured out that he could do something quickly, you know, get together some money from an investor, uh, do a, a shonky piece full of hysteria and um, hyperbole, you know, maybe do it quickly on the cheap, 500,000, maybe a million, no stars or anything, get it out there, make some money, you know, that's capitalizing on the death of 51 people and New Zealand's terror. And I thought that would not be acceptable. Or... It's going to be a big dude, and, uh, someone who is, you know, Spielberg-esque or whatever. Might get big actors. Might be something quite remarkable. And, um, but at the same time, I, th I thought, oh, that doesn't feel good either. He says, what happened and what has been happening in New Zealand deserves history and human documentation. He also says that it will help people come to an understanding. Um, it also says it will bring people all over the world together to discuss that day and continue a positive dialogue for a future based on general mutual understanding. And that we understand each other and the root causes of hatred, racism, supremacy and terrorism. And it's also going to terrorize people in Christchurch once again. So I got some text about this when it came out into the news uh, immediately. Uh, well, first of all, um, I, I, and I think the text comes from the same person. I, uh, we, were, uh, we were talking about Jacinda Ardern being in Paris and talking about the Christchurch call. And um, I had a texter who said that she's getting uh, tired of the PM going on about Christchurch as if it's our fault down here. This is Viv who wrote to me saying this. She is using us again and again for her own political gain. And then I think it might be Viv who sent me a text very shortly that said, I don't agree with the film. Uh, the film, the feature movie on the mosque shooting is too soon. I really hope it doesn't portray Christchurch in a negative way. The city has been through enough in the past decade, and I don't think its bruised soul could handle a movie that portrays it perhaps in a bad light. When this story came out, it's only come out this morning. Already some people from uh, the industry have said this is a bad idea. A Kiwi director by the name of Jason Lee Howden says he hopes New Zealand crews refuse to work on it. Stop these ghouls from capitalising on murder and terror. We were all bombarded with the viral terror. This is Jason Lee Howden. I don't know who he is, but this is him writing on Twitter. We were all bombarded with the viral video. Now we have to watch it reenacted so soon it's shameful. It gives the killer what he wanted, fame and notoriety. So you know exactly what I have to say. What do you think? 0800 801080 is the number to phone. A movie about the mosque's killing being made by a noted Islamic intellectual, a noted filmmaker... So it's not going to be, you know, half-assed. But it will attract international attention. It's going to be called Hello Brother. Is this too soon? Is this right? Is this wrong? Should we allow it to be made? The family members are being talked to. I, I, it appears they are agreeable so far. What do you think? Lee, hello? Yes, hello there. Um, in my view, it doesn't matter whether they do it now or in five years' time, somebody's going to do it. I mean, it's the same with any disasters, as you say, the 
uh, in Civil Hills, there was that one too. I had uh, Nicholas Cage or John Travolta starring as the fireman that went into the towers. Yep. And that, yeah. And as for the uh, English uh, disasters and that, somebody will do them one day, including that, um, uh, what was that, Marathon in New York that got bombed and that. Mm, yeah. but, you know. There's always a theory, though, uh, Lee, uh, that history is not apparent to us as it happens, and it's not apparent to us, you know, um, moments after it has happened, and that it actually takes time for the significance of history and what really happened to be processed, you know. And I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure whether 60 days and two months, and there hasn't even been a court case yet, and we haven't completely heard from the yeah. from the shooter whether we are actually in a position to properly assimilate uh, the story. On another point of view, too, which might come up as a subject, this Egyptian guy, he's a Muslim, right? Yep. Or Islam specialist. Yep. So coming from their point of view, before some uh, Christian person uh, takes it the wrong way, you know, have a point of view from the Islamic point of view first, mm. you see? Mm. Yeah. Which, which could be... Um, well, it, could, it could be awkward for us because, as he said, I mean, all, we don't know what he's going to write and we don't know what the story is, Lee, but what we do know so far is that we'll centre on a family who come to Christchurch from Afghanistan and who are obviously Muslim. Uh, so, you know, there could be all sorts of aspects of that which may not be 100% um, palatable to all New Zealanders. Then at the same time, maybe it might show us aspects of how stuff should be palatable to us. I don't know. Kevin. Hello. Hey, what do you reckon? Um, first thing first, I just want to know where this guy's going to get his information on what actually happened within the mosque. He's going to have to watch the footage, isn't he, really? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I thought that was banned. I thought that was banned. Yes, it is. Well, in some jurisdictions it is. I don't know where it is in others. You can go to Turkey and you can ask the Prime Minister. The Prime Minister's well, got a copy. Can I please borrow your, your, your copy? Yeah, well, yeah, there's a point. There's a point. Yeah. It surprisingly came up on the screen. But yeah, um, yeah. the other thing is, um, are they going to make him... Yeah. Are they going to make another movie about the 220 people that were murdered in uh, Africa on the Sunday after the shooting? Don't know. Did they are know? they going to make a film about what happened well, in Sri Lanka? Was, Hold on, was, I haven't finished. What about the Sri Lanka? What about the Sri Lankans? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, um, I just bring it up that uh, okay, I understand that uh, Christchurch is quite um, very hurting in this country, but. Mm. Uh, there's other things that happen within this world that uh, are never reported on and are suppressed within this country. Mm. And quite honestly, I, I think there's a lot to be answered for about what happened after this. Mm. So, hey, just my point of view anyway. But if I say to you, we can't really stop it or ban it because, of course, he's got a freedom of speech and expression, you'd have to agree, wouldn't you, Kevin? Oh, possibly. Yeah. Schwan, hello, how are you? Hi, how are you, Andrew? Good, thank you. Um, I'm just calling to, uh, in regards about the movie that's being made about the Christchurch uh, massacre, mm -hmm. um, I agree with the idea of the movie. And whether it's too soon, obviously, if it's going to be released now, it is too soon. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a decision up to the 
families of the victims, uh, whether they're going to allow the movie to be made or not. Mm-hmm. But what I've noticed throughout the calls today um, is a lot of people who have um, like a, a bit afraid of the consequence of the movie, like for example, if there's going to be a Muslim backlash. I'm just calling to say that throughout from my like I am an immigrant and my background is a Muslim background uh, but I identify myself as a Kiwi uh, first and foremost and I just would like to say that from the circles that I've been around and uh, the people that I've been talking to and since the shooting happened a lot of the Muslims out there have took notice of the response, the amazing response that New Zealand people have showed uh, to show how they are a very inclusive society. Don't get me wrong, racism does exist, and it exists in any country, in any society. There's just, it's, a, it's a thing that we'll never be able to get rid of. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the people of New Zealand, they have shown uh, that for them, this was a tragedy, a tragedy for everybody. It's not just something that hit the Muslim people alone. This is a New Zealand tragedy, and people, a lot of Muslim people have taken notice of that, and they are amazed. And they all know that even in their own countries, they wouldn't get such a response when they have such a tragedy. Mm. Um, So I don't think there will be a backlash where Muslims are going to be wanting to say. All right. Okay. So, Shuan, I mean, all of this is being uh, assumptive and we're presuming things and we're imagining things, which is always which is always bad. But what we know is called Hello, Brother. Yes. We do know it will focus on a family that had escaped from Afghanistan, were refugees, and had ended out in Christchurch in the end, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, We know that this movie is um, one step in the healing. This is a quote from the maker. In the healing process so that we may all better understand each other and the root causes of hatred, racism, supremacy, and terrorism. Okay. That's correct. So we presume if they're telling the story of an Afghani refugee family in Christchurch and he's wanting to explain root causes of hatred and racism, uh, that there may be scenes in there where the Afghani family is, uh, uh, suffers uh, racism at the hands of New Zealanders. But, uh, but, but, then, but then, yes, maybe later in the film, because by saying hello, brother, I think that's an amazing uh, name. I could imagine that would be the very last scene of the movie. They will not want to show the massacre. They will show the process leading up to it, and then they'll yeah. show that incredible uh, moment. It's just cinematic where, you know, a, a believer says to the guy coming to kill his, his, follow, his church, you know, hello, brother. And then you know what you know what happens next. You don't need to show yeah. what happens no. next. And that no. might actually suggest, you know, the kindness of the Muslim. I'm, I'm imagining all sorts of stuff here. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, the Muslim faith and all that sort of thing. Now, at the end of it, you could get some people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those New Zealanders were pretty horrible. Some of them were pretty good, you know. Well, one thing I also would like to, like the, the, the director himself, he's quite known um, mm. back in the Middle East of to have a very anti-extremism yeah. point of views. And like he has an issue, like he, he almost makes a living out of having an issue with extremism. And like, for example, he's done TV shows and movies um, which uh, touches on the ISIS uh, and the Muslim Brotherhood and yeah. the extremism problems they have in Egypt. So he's not someone who tries to incite, for example, a group against another group. He's actually someone who touches on the extremism 
issues that is facing the Arab world and the Muslim world, which is they, there is a huge problem with extremism. Yeah. Um, uh, and well, yeah, yeah. I, I need to I need to point this out because uh, people might might not have heard this. I talked about it uh, uh, an hour ago. His his big film is Clash which actually yeah. started the Cannes Film Festival in 2016. And the whole film is set during that uh, the, those big um, big uprisings that happened in Cairo in, and in, in Cairo, Egypt. Yeah. What do they call it? The Arab Spring. The Arab uh, Spring, yeah. And the so-called the f- Arab Spring, yeah. which was a big disaster. It was, but the <laughs> film is set in a police truck from that square, which is in the middle of uh, Cairo. I forget the name of it, but there's yeah. a film set. In, they're in a police truck, and it features a whole group of demonstrators from across all the divisions of Egyptian society who have been forced together during the the protests in Cairo in June of 2013, and they're all talking about it. And, of course, we ended up with the overthrow of Mubarak at that time, didn't we? And it's been hailed as one of the most telling depictions of modern Egypt yet filmed because it had every single side. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so he could be just the best man to do this. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. We can speculate all we want (laughs) until the movie comes out and we'll see it. But just from his history and just from the title of the movie, you can imagine how the portrayal he's going to try to make it. Like you said, he's going to try to show, look how peaceful these guys and how peaceful the family is and they met and they escaped terrorism from one side, one spectrum, just to end up getting killed by another extremist terrorist type of action from the other side of the spectrum. So, I mean, I, I, I could see a good message out of that to show hey you know it's it's on both terrorists can can come in many different colors shapes and ideologies yeah um, all right, so and, i gotta move on i'm way late no all right then. do you reckon there's more do you reckon the more tracks in the mania toto are real uh oh, i i would like to <laughs> very good thank you so much